0: This is Statistics Weekly, a weekly update on all things statistical. This is episode 23, biting off more statistics than I can chew. I will cover stats news from August 26th to September 1st. Let's get started with journals. Yet, three more articles from the latest volume of the Journal of Statistical Software. One, on the programmatic generation of reproducible documents. Now, this paper explores the programmatic generation of reproducible documents, as clearly stated in the title. It does it by distinguishing components that can be created by computers and those which require humans, providing guidelines and giving a use case with package list down. The authors conclude that while there are benefits to programmatic generation, there are also fundamental limitations, such as narrative contests, context, and the construction of components for arbitrary analyses. Second paper, automatic identification and forecasting of structural unobserved component models with UCOMP. So UCOMP is a powerful library for building unobserved component models, and it's used in forecasting, detrending, cycle analysis, season adjustment, and signal extraction as examples. Now because it is written in C++, it can be used in R with packages as stats, Asta and stat spacer in Python with stat models, or even in Julia with state space models. In addition to a mathematical background, there is an overview of the structure and several examples of using UCOMP, mostly in R, as it should be. The third paper is Exuber Recursive Right-Tailed Unit Root Testing with R. This paper introduces the R package Exuber for testing in dat- date stamping periods of mildly explosive dynamics, so exuberance in time series. The package computes test statistics for the Supremum arg- Augmented Dickey Fuller test, the SADF, the Generalized SADF, so the GSADF, and the Panel GSADF. It generates finite sample critical values based on Monte Carlo and bootstrap methods and implements the corresponding date stamping procedures. Woof. I am out of my depth here, so I'll just leave it there. For the conclusion, it looks like these methods are used in econometric tests, so no wonder I was swimming in ignorance. Okay, then. Exciting news. The R Journal finally has a 2022 edition out, volume 14.1. And also a revamped page design. Now, the journal says it's for the March 2022 issue, but at least on the webpage, that has not been available until little less than a week ago. So I'm not sure what's going on there with a mismatch. It's September, after all. Anyways, we'll have to dig into these articles more in the future, but for now, I'll tackle the editorial and first article to get you a taste of it. With the editorial, so apparently there is going to be a switch from two volumes to four volumes a year for the R-Journal. So they're going to have to post one a month to get it out before 2023, but okay, I'm fine with that. More R-Journal for me. Now, in this particular edition, there are 22 research articles and some notes. Topics covered broadly will be temporal and longitudinal methods, estimation and inference, machine learning, other poc- topics and applications. So the first paper is a computational analysis of the dynamics of R-style based on 108 million lines of code from all CRAM packages in the past 21 years. Intriguing. Exhaustive. Go on. Well, the authors have analyzed millions of lines of R-code from over 17,000 unique pass- packages and quantified the evolution and popularity of 12-style 12, 12 elements from 1998 to 2019, They attributed three main factors that drive change in programming style, the effect of style guides, the effect of introducing new features, and the effect of editors. Here's some take homes. Lower snake case is becoming the consensus for function naming. Take that camel case. And the five largest communities are base, RStudio, RCPP, statistical analysis, and machine learning. Now then, there is the Frontiers in Applied Math, and Statistics Journal with two relevant articles. I'm going to refrain from diving too deep since we've gotten a lot of journal articles under our belt already, or at least flailing around trying to bite off more than I can chew, but I at least give you the names and general description if you want to explore further. The first is a united framework for analyzing complex systems, just opposing the kernel PCA method and graph theory. This is a review article with applications in astrophysics and neuroscience, apparently. A little light reading for your upcoming Labor Day long weekend. The second is grand challenges in mathematical biology, integrating multiscale modeling and data. So this is a specialty grand challenge article. Okay, we've gotten through... Many journal articles. Let's switch over to software. Just R bloggers for blogs today, but oh, what an R day it is. First, Data Science Tutorials talks up the top 10 online data science programs. These programs span across Udacity, Coursera, and Data Camp. Data science tutorials also analyze how to deal with imbalanced data with seven methods: one, use the right evaluation metrics; two, resample the training set; three, use k-fold cross-validation in the right way; four, ensemble def- different resampled data sets; five, resample with different ratios; six, cluster the abundant class; and seven, design your models. Next, RViews has my favorite monthly R bloggers post: the top 40 new CRAN packages. This time it's July. These were the ones that caught my eye the most in browsing through them. QPCR Tools, Saito, Delaunay, ProMore, and NextGen Shiny Apps. After that, FinStats has a post on surprising things you can do with R. Granted, the title turned out to be overly sensational, but that doesn't mean the applications given were not useful. The five... Quote unquote surprising things were one, creating customized dashboards and data visualizations. Two, more advanced exploratory data analysis. Three, perform more scientifically rigorous data analysis. Four, make more accurate predictions with machine learning. And five, use R markdown documents to automate the reporting. Finally, did you As a listener, just stumble upon this podcast episode, having no knowledge of statistical software at all prior to this. Wonder what I mean when I yammer on about R or SAS? Well, well, Ivan Milane's post is for you. SAS versus R programming, which to choose and how to switch. Speaking of switch, time to switch over and wrap up with an R package. SAS has two posts that I'm adding to my bookmarks tabs. Two types of syntax for the select when statement is the first post. And order the bars in a bar chart with proc hgplot is the second. That second post on bar charts will save me a lot of hair pulling on my next SAS graph. You don't want them alphabetically. You want them by some other reasonable order. Now then, our package messages has a new update, Cohen's DP library, which reads compute Cohen's D and its confidence interval in any experimental design. So got a new package for you there. As for other package news, I have five new packages to consider a look at. First, easy stats framework for easy statistical modeling, visualization and reporting. Once execute expensive operations only once sn smart small n sequential multiple assignment randomized trial methods tidy plus additional tidyverse functions transplot r visualize transcript structures in elegant way that's all for software let's transition to blogs I will check out package easy stats today. After all, I've been doing a lot of heavy lifting in stats news, so let's finish with something rather easy, or at least it's in the name. So the description of Easy Stats reads, a meta, meta package that installs and loads a set of packages from Easy Stats ecosystem in a simple step. This collection of packages provide a unified and consistent framework for statistical modeling, visualization, and reporting. Additionally, it provides articles targeted at instructors for teaching easy stats and a dashboard targeted at new R users. For easily conducting statistical analyses by assessing summary results, model fit indices, and visualization with minimal programming. Okay, so less of juicy statistical meat and more of a convenient bun to hold in said MEDI stats. There are four vignettes. One, citing easy stats. Two, coding style conventions. Three, list of functions. And four, learning resources. So, my take home on easy stats, if you've never used R for stats before, this might be a good place to start. If you're looking for more statistical packages to put in your statistical toolbox, this may be surfluous. Bales of wire and incendiary needles. Thanks for joining me in Stats News from August 26th to September 1st. Go forth and wield statistics wisely.